Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Balance and Barbells podcast. I'm Kayla, if you're new here, and I am your host. All right, I'm always preaching to you guys about becoming 1% better every single day, and I truly believe this to my core, that every single day you need to be doing things that are going to make you a little bit better, but realistically, that's not always the case, and there's going to be days where you're just not doing anything, and it's hard to motivate yourself or get yourself into the energy of being productive and getting things done. It honestly comes down to dedication and what your non-negotiables are, and I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. I truly believe you have to understand your goals to a point that they're almost ingrained in your head where you could give an elevator pitch on every single goal that you have. I always recommend that people know their goals down to a granule level and that they could really tell you every detail about that goal, when they want to complete them, what they have to do to complete them, and what they're doing on a daily basis to complete them. Because the goals that we have for ourselves honestly need to be in a way almost not reachable. Like they just seem unrealistic because they're so big. But if you look at them at a smaller level, and you break them down into monthly, weekly, and daily pieces, it becomes way more visual and you're able to see how you could go from point A to point B, even if there's a drastic difference between the two. And again, like I preach every single day, becoming 1% better, but honestly, like I feel like even myself, I've been in such a rut since like November and I haven't been very motivated. I've been very uninspired with a lot of my content and I feel there's a shift coming. And I've honestly been feeling this way about my life in general lately. Granted, I'm 29. I'm heading into my 30s this year. So I just feel like I'm at a turning point where I'm kind of going through a big change. I'm, I mean, I'm already married. We have our house. We're kind of settled down, but I feel like we're also in a point where we're getting really big into our careers and we're getting really goal oriented and we have these things that we want to accomplish before we start to have a family and before we start to get into these different areas of our lives. And it's just kind of a weird shift where I'm kind of coming out of the point where I feel like I was still young and like in my youth in a way where we had a lot of different things that we were doing with our friends and just different things that you do when you're a little bit younger versus when you're kind of getting to the point where you're settling down and having kids. Like you don't have to be completely different, but I think that there's also just like a mental shift and there's a goal shift. And I feel like we're kind of in that little valley right now. We haven't reached the hill. We haven't reached the peak or anything like that yet. But we're in a little valley where I'm not really sure what to do and I have a lot of different paths in front of me. And I'm feeling inspired and uninspired at the same time. Like I want to go in multiple different directions and there's not really a clear path right now. And I think that's a big part of change that we don't acknowledge a lot of the time where you can set a goal for yourself and you can understand how you're going to achieve it or you think you know how you're going to achieve it and you kind of like plan these things out and then you get halfway through the goal and then you start to realize there's multiple avenues you could take. You have a bunch of different paths in front of you. And the one that you kind of planned out for yourself maybe doesn't seem like the most perfect option anymore. And you might want to go left instead of right now. But it's challenging because you always visualized at the beginning that you were going to go right. And now that you're at that point, you want to go left. And I think that's kind of where I'm at in my life. I know that was really metaphorical, but that's how I feel in my content. That's how I feel in my coaching right now. There's a lot of different opportunities in front of me and I'm trying to take them one day at a time, but it can also be very uninspiring and very difficult to kind of make these choices each day because I feel like I might be making the wrong one or there's just a lot of opinions out there. 
So I just want to inspire you today to remember that you are the one that's in control of your journey and you need to be fearless. You need to be the one making the choices and realizing that without making the choices, without taking the next step, without doing the work, you're never going to reach those goals. And honestly, as scary as failure is, you need to remember that it's not going to, or it shouldn't stop you from making the choices that you need to make because you can always take a different path. It can be really scary to completely create new content or completely change the path that you were going down, but it's a part of being fearless. It's a part of the process and it's a part of embracing the failure along the way that's going to help you get to the end goal and where you want to be and just enjoying the process along the way because you can kind of plan out where you want that end goal to be. But at the same time, I think you need to be flexible and you need to be open to the opportunities that come your way because there's so many things that you don't know and you learn along the way. When you are in the journey and when you are learning the process, you learn and become more educated, you think differently, and you have different avenues that you can take because you've thought differently along the way than when you did at the beginning. When you start training, you are a beginner, you don't really know how to do form correctly, you don't know what weights to pick up, you don't really know how you're going to become really toned and lose all of the weight that you want to lose and reach your goal. But down the path, as you're six months in and you've become a little bit more of an intermediate trainer than a beginner trainer, you learn so many things and you learn what works and you learn what doesn't and you shift the way that you think you're going to reach that goal. I have a lot of clients that come to me and tell me that they want to lose weight and they think they need to do that by only doing cardio, not lifting weights because they don't want to be bulky and eating 1,100 calories. Then in the middle of their journey, they start to realize that it's not that they actually needed to do all those things that they thought at the beginning. What they really needed to do was lift heavy weights, be really consistent, drink their water, focus on their nutrition, make sure they're getting their daily steps. And then halfway down the line, they understand a little bit more about the goal and how they're going to reach it because they've done it. They've done the work, they've seen the results, and now they're thinking differently. Their perspective has changed, their knowledge has changed, their education has changed, and now they have more insight into how they're going to reach that goal. And I think that is so important to embrace as you are making these changes and becoming uninspired. It can just be because you haven't been there and you don't know what's going to happen next and the courage and the fear are getting in your way versus understanding that you may not know it. You just need to be fearless at this point. You may not know what's going to happen. It may not be what you want and you may fail at it but there are other paths and there are other ways out of there. So I know that was really metaphorical, but it's kind of just how I've been feeling and what I was writing down some notes the other day when I was trying to explain why I was so frustrated and why I was feeling so uninspired. I kind of thought that this rut was going to end several months ago, but I'm still kind of in it and I was trying to embrace why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And it's truly just because I'm allowing myself to be stuck and I'm being stuck in situations because I'm not being fearless and I'm not taking the steps that I need to take to get out of this rut. So I encourage you this Monday as I'm recording this podcast to be fearless and to truly try and understand your goal and understand that you don't have to be stuck in the parameters that you set for yourself. You can go different avenues. You can go different paths. You can take different options. 
you don't have to be stuck in your career, stuck in the way that you feel in your body or anything like that. You are not stuck in any kind of situation that you're currently in. You have the opportunity to get yourself out of it, but it truly comes down to you doing the work and you being fearless along the way. So let's dive into the word of the week, the workout of the week, and the tip of the week. The tip of the week is the first thing we're going to do because I kind of gave that away, and that's just to be fearless. Be fearless in everything you do. It is so challenging when you don't know what the outcome is going to be like, and that's where courage comes into play. But the more fearless you are, the more things that you'll do, and you'll surprise yourself at the end of the day because when you kind of put yourself in that box and you're stuck, you get in your own head and you become fearful of what the outcome will be. So just be fearless in all that you do. And like, it's freaking hard. If I'm being honest, you are always going to be in your head. You're always going to question things that you're not sure of how to do. It's always hard when you're doing something new and you have no education or even experience to base it off of. You're really just guessing and you have no idea what's going to happen. But I honestly think the older I've gotten, the more fearless I've become. And there's certain things that I look back on and I wish that I was more fearless in a lot of things that I did in the past because it would have taken me farther. And it's kind of where regret stems from. So as hard as it is, try and be courageous and fearless in pretty much everything. Workout of the week. I have been so into HIT lately. I don't know what's going on with me, but I have just loved HIT workouts. Tabata has been my go-to workout as of late. It's probably just because it's been a little bit colder. So we've been doing some at-home workouts and I have a Peloton. So that's my main go-to when we don't go to the gym, but Tabata HIT workouts are my workout of the week. I think I did two Tabatas last week and one hit in hills on the Peloton bike. And today I actually did two hit workouts. I did a Tabata, a 20 minute Tabata, and then I did a hit in hills, 10 minute ride. And honestly, I'm just, that's how obsessed I am right now with it. I just love cycle. And so many times I wish I could still go to like a cycling class, but I have a Peloton at home. So that just is ridiculous. The energy is totally not the same. Like it's so much more fun to go to a cycling class. That is probably my favorite workout ever, but I really, really do love the Peloton and I love doing HIIT workouts. So in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about why people fail at reaching results and why summer bodies are actually built in the winter. If there's one thing I need everyone who is trying to reach a fitness goal right now to understand, it is that results take time. You have to be consistent with the work that you're putting in, but you also have to give yourself time to achieve those goals, especially when it's muscle growth. Honestly, it's really with anything that you want to achieve in the gym, but muscle is so stubborn and it is so particular and you have to do the right workouts, put your body under the right amount of tension, make sure you're eating enough. There's so many different requirements and it's so specific to different people. This is why I will never share just a general meal plan online or share specific ways on how to lose weight because it's so custom to the person how you're training, what you're eating like, what your day looks like, how much you're sitting, how much activity you have, how much water you're drinking, what your nutrition like looks like, what your sleep looks like. There's so many factors that go into it. So you have to give yourself time and you have to set yourself up for success. And the only way you can do that is to have a plan in place and understand the goal that you're trying to achieve. I talk about this a lot on the podcast. I talk about creating a goal and really dialing it down into specific actionable items that you can make digestible into bite-sized pieces. So things you can do every week, every month, every day that are going to help you reach that goal. 
That is so true when it comes to fitness. It is the only way you're going to reach a goal. You're not going to go from never lifting weights, being a beginner at weights to lifting a 50 pound dumbbell. It just doesn't work that way. You have to have a strategic plan and you have to know what you're doing when you go into the gym each day. If your workouts are all over the place and you're just going to the gym and checking it off your to-do list because you went to the gym, your plan is not strategic enough and you're not going to achieve your goals. I see so many people at the gym that I have seen for years that have made zero progress. And the biggest reason behind that is because they're wasting energy when they go to the gym. They go to the gym and because they're sweating, they feel like they got a good workout or because they are doing some movement, they got a good workout. But when you watch them up close, their form is incorrect. A lot of momentum is going into the exercise. They're on the treadmill a lot of the time and they're not seeing success and they're probably defeated by the fact that they go to the gym every single day for an hour to two hours a day and they're not seeing results. So it really comes down to understanding what your goals are and then making sure that your plan aligns to that goal and that you are being very consistent with it. But you also may have to make sure that you give yourself enough time to achieve that goal before you give up because progress will come. You just have to have the right factors in place. So here are some of the biggest examples of ways to set yourself up for failure when it comes to reaching your goals. The first is having no plan. We talked about this, having zero plan when you go into the gym. If you have no idea what you're going to do the next day when you're going to bed and you lay your head on the pillow and you have no idea what your workout plan is the next day, you're setting yourself up for failure. You need to be doing the same workouts over and over and over again for months on end to see muscle growth and to see progress. You cannot go to the gym one day a week and do legs and not be doing similar exercises that are going to be targeting the same muscle group over and over again. You will not see growth that way. You have to make sure that you are doing enough time under tension, which is applying tension to a muscle group through exercise. And you do that by doing repeated exercises. Now, I don't want you going to the gym and doing legs every single day, all week long. What I want you to do is say that Monday is my leg day. And these are the five exercises that I want to see growth in. And then you have a plan of how you're going to see that growth over time. Next is not tracking progress. If you are not taking pictures, if you are not taking measurements, if you are not tracking your progressive overload, you are not understanding your progress and there's not enough information available to you to understand if progress is happening, which can be defeating. You could be losing inches on your arms or your waist or somewhere that you are not tracking. And just by looking in the mirror, you're not feeling like you're seeing enough and you would think your workout plan isn't working. So you give up. So you need to be tracking progress in some form Weight is doable, but at the same time, it's not the best metric for tracking your progress. I highly recommend photos and measurements. Those are the two easiest ways to track progress and see the most progress over time. And they're definitely more accurate than weight. Weight can go up with muscle development. Weight can go up when you eat too many carbs, too much salt, or you don't sleep enough. There's so many factors that affect your weight that it's not the best metric, but photos and measurements, and then tracking the weights that you're doing for each exercise and your progressive overload will give you so much more information. Next is not paying attention to your nutrition or being 
too restrictive. Nutrition is probably the trickiest thing when it comes to reaching your goals because everyone has so many different requirements when it comes to nutrition. There are some people who have no nutritional restrictions. There are some people who have a lot of restrictions and there are some people that aren't really sure what to do. Now, nutrition is tricky because there's so many different aspects that go into nutrition and everyone's nutritional needs are different. You have to have something very specific and tailored to your goals and you have to understand how your nutrition is going to play a role in your training. I truly believe nutrition is the key to seeing results. If you are going to the gym every single day, but you're eating like crap when you come home, you will not see results. If you are not eating enough protein, if you're eating too much sugar, if you're drinking too much, you will not see results because your body is not getting the fuel that it needs in order to produce the results that you want. If you're too restrictive, you can find yourself overeating. You can find yourself in situations where you might not be getting enough nutrients because you're avoiding certain foods or you have fear foods. And it just creates this unhealthy relationship with food. I get very common DMs from people and even comments from my clients about certain foods and asking if they're okay. I got a DM the other day from somebody asking if protein is what causes weight gain and if eating too much protein will cause weight gain. You have to understand the basics around nutrition and that you need to get it aligned with the goal that you have for yourself. For example, if you're trying to build muscle, you need to be in somewhat of a surplus. If you want to lose fat, you need to be in somewhat of a calorie deficit. And I say somewhat because it's going to be very specific to how much you want to gain and how much you want to lose. Also, if you're in a recomp, which is when you're losing body fat and you're building muscle mass, there's so many factors that go into it. And if you don't know where to start and you can't find enough information online, that's when I highly recommend that you start working with somebody because it is challenging and it is hard to navigate alone if you don't have the right resources and trusting everything you find online can be overwhelming because there's so many contradicting things online from if there's foods that are good for you, for you or if they're bad for you there will be contradicting information in some aspects. So you just have to understand what is real and what works in order to start seeing results. But not paying attention to your nutrition in any form is what I'm talking about when it comes to setting yourself up for failure. You have to pay attention to it. You have to understand it and get yourself set up with a plan that's going to help you reach your goals. The next one is not applying progressive overload and overusing momentum and exercises. This is a big one for a lot of people. If you are just going to the gym and throwing around weights and you are not paying attention to the mind and muscle connection, really focusing on activating the muscle that you are targeting and removing momentum from the exercise, you are truly not seeing results because of the way you are training. You are not targeting a specific muscle group and therefore you are wasting energy. And this is what I was talking about at the beginning where I see a lot of people just go into the gym and waste energy. You're making yourself tired. You're fatiguing yourself, but you're not training with purpose. And that's what you have to do in order to see results. And don't worry, we are going to dive into each one of these. And I'm going to tell you how to flip these and how to set yourself up for success. So we're going to get into each one of these, but that is a big one when it comes to training. A lot of people are just going to the gym and they're not going with intention. They're not going with a plan and they're not targeting muscle groups. They're just getting tired. So let's dive into how you can be successful in all of this. So instead of going into the gym with no plan, the first thing you need to understand is what your goals are and how you're going to accomplish that. 
For example, if your goal is to lose body fat, your training is going to be much different than somebody who wants to build muscle mass. Because if you want to lose body fat, generally you're going to be in a calorie deficit. That is going to be the goal. And your training should reflect that. Somebody who is bulking or who wants to build muscle mass, I'm going to tell them to steer clear of hours of cardio because that's just going to burn away at their muscle mass when they need fuel. But on the reverse of that, somebody who's going to tell me that their goal is to burn body fat, I'm going to have a good amount of cardio trained in. Granted, it's going to be supplemental and it's going to be definitely targeted towards what their goal is, but I'm going to have a lot more cardio scheduled into their routine versus somebody who wants to build muscle mass. Now, again, this is going to be very specific to your goals and you need to know where you're at. I say this because there are women that come to me who say that their goal is fat loss And I would never put them on a calorie deficit and schedule tons of cardio because they actually have a very sluggish metabolism from years of dieting, years of under eating and not being well fed, well trained and doing way too many hours of cardio. So their metabolism is in a much slower state. And in this situation, my first thing would be to program them in a reverse diet, basically starting to refuel their metabolism and putting them in a state where their metabolism is running efficiently and able to burn body fat and handle a calorie deficit. If your body is at a place where your metabolism is running really slow, you are in no place to be in a calorie deficit further lowering your calories even further is not going to help you get the results that you want. So this is why I say that you have to have a plan that's specific to you because there are so many factors that go into it and everybody is so drastically different based on their history, based on their metabolism, based on their weight, based on their goals. There's so many factors that go into it, but this is the biggest part that you need to figure out. It's going to take time and it might take some expert opinion, But having this plan and having something that is designed for you and your goals is truly going to help you get the results that you want. Because when you go in with no plan or you go in with all of the information that you Googled and you don't know that it's specific to you and you don't understand where you're at in the process, you're really just wasting energy and time. You have to know where you're at and what your end goal is and really tailor that program to you so you can build a plan for yourself. And I know that's no simple secret. I'm not giving you anything that you can really run off with. You really just need to do the research yourself or hire a coach to help you get there. There's no way around it, in my opinion. There are people that I work with who try to do it by themselves for years, and then they come to me because they're exhausted and they've spent years trying to get the results that they want. They're super unhappy because all they've done is dieted basically their whole lives and they've never seen the results, and it's because of the plan. They're either doing the wrong plan or they're going into it with no plan. So figure that part out and a lot of the other pieces will fall into place. Not tracking progress. This is actually a big one for a lot of people. People will start tracking progress at the very beginning and it'll just happen by taking a photo somewhere and realizing that they don't feel as confident or they don't like how they look in the photo. And that's like your first progress photo. But a lot of people fall short of taking progress photos, measurements, tracking weight, or tracking their progressive overload throughout the process. And that is the most important part because if you're not tracking it, how do you know what you're doing is working? How do you know what you're doing is not working? You won't know for sure. You're just going to be guessing and it's wasting your time. So I highly recommend that you spend time 
at least maybe every four weeks at the minimum taking photos. That's usually what I have my clients do is just we do once a month photos. But if you are more of a routine person, take them every single week. Start your Monday off by taking your progress photos. Start your Sunday off taking your progress photos and just document those. Save those in an album and your iPhone and just keep those. You can even keep them hidden so nobody can see them. And it's just going to allow you to see the progress along the way. It's timestamped. You know when you're seeing progress and you know if you're seeing results from it. And you can make little changes once you have that information. Your weight, again, it's just not the most accurate metric. It really does not give you a ton of information. As a coach, it gives me a lot of information and insight into what we're doing. But unless you know all the information, really, it just is a number and it can go up and down on average for a lot of people between two to 10 pounds per day. Like it just varies on your water, your sleep, your stress, how much um, carbs you've had, how much salt you've had. If you're eating out a lot, if you're drinking a lot, there's so many factors that can change your weight. So it's not a number that I would ever recommend anybody really analyzes too much because it doesn't matter as much. And if your goal is muscle mass, that weight number will probably go up anyways, because muscle weighs more than fat. So Track your photos, track your measurements, and really pay attention to the weights that you're using in each exercise and if you're progressing through your workouts. A good way of tracking if you are seeing progress is if you are seeing increases in weight in the exercises you're doing. If you're not seeing them month over month, you need to understand why that might be. Are you not giving yourself enough recovery? Are you not finishing your reps? Are you not finishing your sets? Why would you not be seeing some progress? And how can you change it so that you can start seeing progress further so you can see some more muscle growth? Now, the next thing is you need to have a plan with your nutrition and Being restrictive with your nutrition or not paying attention to your nutrition at all and having any kind of plan will definitely lead you to failure. To set yourself up for success, you need to have some sort of plan that aligns with your goals. You need to understand some path that you're going to be taking, whether it's going to be calorie counting or figuring out a way to at least have more nutritious food around, um, eating enough protein and not being so restrictive to the point where when foods that you love come around that you can't control yourself or that you find yourself binge eating or that you can't stick to a diet for long because you're so restrictive. There needs to be some balance in your nutrition And there's not going to be a whole lot that I'm going to share on this because everyone needs to have something very specific to them nutrition wise. You honestly have to know if you're going to be counting calories, if you're going to be able to count calories, if you're going to be tracking those inside of a fitness pal app, or if you're not going to be able to handle that because of triggers and you need something that's more versatile and more intuitive, it's going to be different for everybody. So You need to figure out a plan that works for you, but it does need to align to your fitness plan and it can't just be you work out and then you eat whatever you want. It doesn't work that way, especially if you have a goal you're trying to achieve. It needs to be really realistic. For example, if you're trying to put on a lot of muscle mass, you need to make sure that you are eating enough protein and you need to make sure that it coincides with the amount of calories you're eating and you're getting enough food and you're getting enough micronutrients along the way. If you're trying to lose body fat, you need to be making sure that your meals are full of volume and you have lots of micronutrients, lots of vegetables, fibers, proteins, things that are going to keep you fuller longer. So again, it's really going to look different for every single person, but paying attention to your nutrition is crucial when it comes to seeing results. 
you have to have some sort of understanding about what your goals are. And like, you don't have to complicate it too much in the beginning. If you are honestly just starting out and you're not sure what to do, you need to understand the basics. Try having a fruit or a vegetable source with every single meal, making sure that you pick your your protein source for each meal first, and at least making it a palm size of protein. Then adding in some complex carbohydrates, skip the simple carbs, go for a complex carbohydrate because they're higher in fiber and they're not going to digest as quickly raising your blood sugar and then have some healthy fats in there, but balance out your meals and make it really simple to start. Make sure you're getting enough sustenance and enough food in your meals and not relying on snacks and diet foods and things like that. Make sure you're getting balanced whole foods and that you're getting enough nutrients and enough food for what your goal is. And then you can worry about the granular stuff later. You don't have to be too specific in the beginning and counting every single calorie when you're just starting out, but making sure that you are getting enough protein. Most people aren't making sure you're getting protein with every single meal, eating your micronutrients. Once you get that down, then you can start to get more granular and looking at where you can make little changes if you're not seeing results. Lastly, and truly one of the most important steps is paying attention to your progressive overload and paying attention to the mind muscle connection. This is where I was talking about people will just waste energy by going to the gym, by just showing up every single day and going through the motions. Be intentional with your training. When you show up to the gym, have a plan, but also pay attention and give each exercise the time that it needs. Dedicate it to the sets and the reps that you're going to do and don't skip out on it. Do the ones that you're going to say you're going to do and then pay attention to the mind-muscle connection. When you are doing an exercise, for example, a bicep curl, when you are pulling the dumbbell towards you, are you feeling it in your bicep? Is your form correct? Is your elbow glued to the side so that it's not moving and you're using momentum to lift the weight up? If the answer is no, you need to lower the weight and you need to pay attention to your form because you want to isolate the muscle and really target the muscle that you're trying to work. That's how it grows. It has time under tension. It develops tiny little tears in the muscles and then you build it back up and it gets stronger. But if you are using other muscle groups or you're using momentum to complete the exercise, you're not going to see the results from the energy you're putting forth. You're truly just wasting energy. So really be intentional with your training. And I say this to a lot of people, especially when we get started, don't try and do 15 exercises in one workout, really narrow it down. You don't need more than five to six exercises and be very slow and intentional with them. Take your time. You should be going very slow through the exercises, paying attention to your form. It's not a race and you shouldn't be rushing through them. And a good place to start if you are not really sure what a good tempo is to count in two. So two seconds down, two second hold, two second back up, two second pause and restart. So just count yourself in the two second marks and that's going to make sure that you're moving slowly enough through the exercise and you're not pushing yourself up and down with momentum. So be honest with yourself, run through everything we talked about today and ask yourself if you're truly setting yourself up for failure or setting yourself up for success and run through each thing and see where you can make yourself better, where you can see some improvements and where you might be falling short. If you don't know what to do, I highly recommend that you do some research by yourself and try and understand it, but also don't be afraid to reach out to a coach and get some help because It's so much easier to work with somebody and get a little bit of expertise than do it all by yourself and be frustrated at the end of it. The time is going to pass either way. 
So you might as well do it right. Put in the effort, do the work. And by the time summer comes around, you'll have some progress behind you and you can keep going. Like I said, summer bodies are truly built in the winter and it's done through hard work and consistency, but you're not going to show up to summer, summer ready if you're not putting in the work right now. And I mean, right now we are in March, we're in the first week of March and there needs to be significant consistency, significant attention to your nutrition and to your training and having the right plan in place for you to start seeing those results come end of May, early June. We're right at that time where it's perfect timing to start paying attention to those details so you have some progress behind you. Remember, everything takes time, it takes effort, and it takes consistency. The best things are the things you do fearlessly. So do your best and try and figure out the plan that works for you and put in the work every single day. Be consistent and be true to yourself. Be honest with yourself. Are you keeping the promises that you are telling yourself you're going to keep? Are you being honest with yourself? Are you holding yourself accountable? And if you can't do it, find somebody who is going to hold you accountable so that you can reach those goals. But truly understand the goal that you want to achieve first. Understand how you're going to break it down. Break it down into bite-sized pieces and go after it every single day. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I will be releasing spots for one-on-one coaching starting in April. I am fully booked for the next couple of weeks, but I will be releasing those spots on my waitlist first and then available on my social media. So if you're wanting to claim one of those spots, I highly recommend you apply for the waitlist so you're notified first. You can also join our fitness community over at my fitness app. There's a one week free trial. You can find that in the show notes as well. And I will see you guys in the next episode.